before I start this podcast, uh, my sincere apologies for my previous podcast in which I had to fake my accent to reduce my workload. I thought there'll be some subtitles for it, but uh, there are there were no subtitles for it. So let's start it without any delay. And today we're going to discuss the chapter that is salient features of the constitution. So as you all know, Indian constitution is the lengthiest written constitution. Previously, there were only 395 articles with eight schedules. As of 2016, that is 465 articles and 12 schedules. 20 articles were removed and deleted since 1950. Geographical factors, historical factors, single constitution for Jammu and Kashmir and state except Jammu, except Jammu and Kashmir. I'm sorry for that. Dominance of legal communities. So the constitution of India was drawn from various sources. The constitution of India has borrowed from other countries. The philosophical part of the constitution was drawn from the American and Irish constitutions, blend of rigidity and flexibility. It is a combination of federal system with unitary bias. So, Indian constitution uh, also forms the parliamentary form of government. The principle of this system is based on the cooperation and coordination between the legislative and executive organs. The features of the parliamentary government in India are presence of the nominal real executives, majority party rule. collective responsibility of the executive to the legislature leadership of the prime minister or chief minister dissolution of the inner house i mean lower house in a parliamentary system whether in india or britain the role of prime minister has become crucial and significant so some political scientists call it the prime ministerial government so synthesis of parliamentary sovereignty and judicial supremacy integrated and independent judiciary Supreme Court has dec- uh, Supreme Court can declare the parliamentary laws as unconstitutional though its power of judicial review the parliamentary can amend laws in majority proportion or portion of the constitution through its power with supreme court being the highest power that is in the national voice and high court being the state level and the lowest level being the district court So there are six fundamental rights uh, for an Indian. There is right to equality that comes under Article fourteen to eighteen, and right to freedom from Article nineteen to twenty-two. Right against exploitation, Article twenty-three to twenty-four. Right to freedom of religion, Article twenty-five to twenty-eight. Cultural and educational rights, Article twenty-nine to thirty. Right to constitutional remedies, Article thirty-two. So what were the six uh, fundamental rights again? That is right to equality, right to freedom. right to exploitation right to freedom of religion cultural and educational rights right to constitutional remedies so further directive principles of the state policy according to dr b r ambedkar the directive principle of the state policy is a novel feature of the indian constitution the directive principles were meant for promoting the idea of the social and economic democracy the di- the directives are not just justiciable in nature they are not enforceable by the courts for the violation they impose a moral obligation on the state authorities for their application public opinion makes them the real force on them so going further they we have fundamental duties the original constitution did not provide for the fundamental duties of citizens these were added during the operation of internal emergency there are uh, 11 fundamental duties they are to respect the constitution national flag national anthem to protect sovereignty unity and integrity of the country to promote the spirit of common brotherhood amongst all people to preserve rich heritage of our composite culture 
and we all know that uh, our india is a secular state our constitution stands for a secular state secular this term was added to preamble of indian constitution the state shall not denote to any person person equality before the law or equal protection so going on further that is we have universal adult franchise universal adult franchise is nothing but the way people choose their leader i mean the representative so the indian constitution adopts universal adult franchise as a basis of elections it was a bold bold experiment by the constitution makers previously the voting age was 21 okay till 1989 was 21 but in but in 1989 by the 61 constitutional act of 98 it was reduced to 18 so the voting voting age what we have is 18 so it was there was a decrement of 3 years and that's the reason that is called uaf or in simple words universal adult franchise so india promotes only single citizenship that is true though the indian constitution is federal and envisages a dual polity it provides for only single citizenship that is the indian citizenship all the citizens of india enjoy the same political and civil rights of citizens citizenship all over the country and no discrimination is made except few cases like some tribal areas and jammu and kashmir there are few independent bodies in india the indian constitution not only legislates but also have few independent bodies that is the election commission to ensure free and fair election to the parliament state legislature office of president and office of vice president and there is another department another body that is comptroller and auditor general auditor general audit the accounts of the central and the state governments access public purse and legality of union expenditure and the third body is upsc that is indian public service commission to conduct exams for recruitment to all indian service and high high central services and then the fourth body that is state public service commission to conduct exams for recruitment of state services the indian constitution ensures all the security fixed services conditions exposes being charged on the consolidated fund of india going on further we have emergency provisions the indian con- the indian constitution contains elaborated emergency provisions to enable the president to meet any extraordinary situation effectively so there are three emergencies according to the indian constitution that is the national emergency and the state emergency and the financial emergency the national emergency is declared when there is war or external aggression or an armed rebellion the state emergency is declared when it is a failure of the constitutional machinery in states and a financial emergency as you all know threat to the financial stability or credit of india uh, also uh going to the preamble of the constitution so the preamble of the constitution uh is something like uh, the american constitution was the first to begin with the preamble enne palkiwala called the preamble as identical of the constitution i can repeat again enne palkiwala called the preamble as the identity card of the constitution the preamble of the indian constitution is based on objectives resolution that is drafted and moved by dr pand i mean drafted and moved by pandit nehru ingredients of the preamble 
it contains the source of authority of the constitution nature of the state objectives of the constitution date of adoption of constitution is november 26 1949 i'm going to go it again the day of adoption of the constitution was november 26 1949 so india is a sovereign country so india is neither dependent nor dominant on any nation in 1949 india accepted full membership of commonwealth of nations and accepted the british crown as head of the commonwealth being a sovereign state indian can neither acquire a foreign territory or cede a port upon its territory in favor of foreign state india is also socialist the head hatter was made more explicit congress party itself adopted the social pattern of society in its awardi session in 1955 it needs awardi session awardi is a session that was conducted in 1955 indian brand of socialism is a democratic socialism not communist socialism in democratic socialism both public and private sectors coexist lpg that is uh, that was introduced by manmohan singh and pvnar simarao diluted the social credentials of indian state secular you know the freedom of religion was included in the constitution in the under the 42nd amendment in the 1976 democratic direct democracy people exercise the supreme power directly as they in switzerland so direct democracy is four devices that is referendum initiative recall and plebiscite so in republic we are also india's republic so democratic po- polity can be classified into two categories monarchy and republic monarchy is the head of state where a king or a queen enjoys the position he comes into office through succession that is succession and republic is the head of the state directly or indirectly elected for a fixed period republic also means also means vesting of political sovereignty in people not in a single individual like a king so we have justice uh, that will be continued tomorrow and this is the end of chapter 2 and we'll continue with chapter 2 that is tomorrow that will be completed that's it thank you for staying tuned thank you